take a deep, long, slow breath in and exhale. And again, inhale and exhale. Finally, inhale and exhale. Welcome to the Mindful Music Pedagogy Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping music educators develop a balanced awareness of what we teach as well as who we teach. My name is Jessica Kebby, and if you like a direct, smart, kind, and sometimes humorous approach to music, education, and wellness, this is the place for you. Well, welcome back, MMP listeners. Thank you for tuning in and for waiting patiently during the podcast's hiatus this summer. If you heard the previous episode, you'll know that I was out of the country, and I'm excited to share a little bit of that experience with you now. I had the privilege and pleasure, really, of serving as an examiner for the International Piano Performance Examination Committee in Taiwan for five weeks. So I spent those weeks traveling around many cities in the south and western portions of Taiwan, including Taichung, Kaohsiung, Changhua, Mado, um, to name just a few. And then I also got to travel to Kinmen Island, which is a part of Taiwan, but it's just off the coast of mainland China. And I listened to about 1,300 piano students of all ages from young children through adults as they played for their exams. This was my first time working with this organization as well as my first time to Taiwan. And I absolutely was blown away by the high level of organization with the staff at IPPEC as well as the hospitality of just about everybody I met in Taiwan. My impressions of the country are just so positive. People were genuinely warm and friendly and truly helpful and kind. And what I kept telling my coworkers there was that everybody just seemed like truly genuinely happy. And they kept telling me that that was because I was in the southern part of the island. And they said, well, if you go up north closer to Taipei, things may be a little bit more stressful. But, you know, that wasn't my experience. So uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, the staff was incredible. They really had anticipated everything. They had scheduled the workload really well. Uh, They communicated clearly with me and with each other, and everyone seemed to get along really well. Since I speak absolutely no Chinese, uh, they paired me with translators along the way, but I really feel like that's too small of a word for what those three women embodied while I was there. Michelle was the first translator I worked with, and even though we only had a short time together, we really connected, and I enjoyed her musical insights. And then later in the summer, we met up, and she took me to a concert given by members of the National Taiwan Symphony, Um, and that was a really meaningful experience musically as well. But we also made time to meet together, to have tea, to walk, and just talk about music, but also life. And then the other two women who translated for me spent the majority of the summer literally by my side. Uh, Those two women were Teresa and Kimmy, and those ladies are incredible. Working together all day with them was actually really enjoyable, which I know can't be said often, but... During our breaks and our meals and our days off, we would do various things together and our conversations ranged from music to cultural topics to religion to parenting to relationships and just about everything in between. 
And I found both of them, both Kimmy and Teresa, to be extremely kind and thoughtful people. And I enjoyed my time with them very much. I'm so grateful to everyone associated with that experience who I had the joy of working with. It was really, really a pleasure. As far as the exams went, that was so fascinating to me. I had never worked with this examination committee before, so I wasn't sure what to expect. They have over 10 levels of exams, and and there aren't age requirements attached to them, just performance levels. So depending on the level, the students either, well, they all prepared three pieces, but um, some of them only played three pieces. Some of them also had technique, some also sight read. And then with the upper levels, there were also a few oral questions regarding music theory or history um, associated with either their pieces or the composers they were performing. And then I worked with them for a few minutes on you know, a certain musical or technical concept at the end. The repertoire was really standard keyboard literature, Bach, Haydn, Beethoven, Mozart, Heller, and so on. So I admit I was kind of hoping to hear maybe a little bit of Eastern pedagogical piano rep, but I don't actually know if that exists. I hope that it does, but I asked around a little bit while I was there and I I didn't get a clear answer on that. But anyway, um, by the end of the summer, like I said, I had graded right around 1,300 piano students. So the schedule was really intense, uh, but I enjoyed it. Um, the thing uh, that really struck me was my overall observation that really no matter the culture, students and teachers, at least piano students and teachers, really aren't much different country to country, it seems. Uh, it was such a great experience, and I'm so happy for the opportunity to get, a, a, I feel like, a clear picture of piano instruction in Taiwan, at least in that part of the country. And uh, there was this one girl who I play, heard play uh, in that small town of Mato, and she absolutely blew me away. I think she said she was the equivalent of a sixth grader in our school system. But her playing was just flawless, effortless, and so communicative. And after she played, I told Teresa, who was in the room with me, that honestly, it didn't matter what else I heard the rest of the summer, because I felt like my trip had been made from hearing this beautiful human being perform. It really felt like a gift. But I share all of that because this experience made me think, what assumptions do I make about musical instruction in other cultures? And is that based on anything real or is it just an impression that I have? And then also made me think about things closer to home. What do I actually know about my fellow teachers' pedagogical practices? I know I can make certain assumptions, but what do I actually empirically know? Have I observed lessons with them? And then it made me wonder about my own teaching and and what are the blind spots in my own own teaching and what observations might others make about it. So I wondered if you've thought about that too, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Have you made assumptions about your own teaching or that of others, only to be surprised by a different reality? Or maybe your assumptions were spot on. So email me at jessica at mindfulmusicpedagogy.com with the subject line teaching assumptions and share your experiences with me. And so now I'm going to turn my attention back to the this podcast and what's coming up. I'm really excited for what I've got lined up for this fall. I'll be discussing a couple of topics that have been on my mind 
recently regarding professional and, and personal life balance, the importance of taking time to rest and recharge, and the idea of tension, good and bad, in our professional and personal lives. I also have a couple of interviews that I'm really excited to share with you, so stay tuned for the upcoming episodes in the next few weeks, and feel free to share with a friend. If you've found this podcast to be helpful, please let us and others know. And don't forget to subscribe so you stay up to date with our latest episodes. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfulmusicped, on Twitter at mindfulmusicped, or you can contact us at mindfulmusicpedagogy.com where you can also find other helpful resources.